the SeltzerCast with your host, Sean Patrick O'Brien. Now's the time to crack open your favourite carbonated beverages and take a sip. Mmm, tasty. It's bubbly, isn't it? Hi, everybody. This is Sean Patrick O'Brien, host of the SeltzerCast. Uh, today, we're doing a little special episode, a very special episode, I would say, uh, today's all about blueberries and we will, we'll get into why we're not actually going to like talk about like what, what is a blueberry and what blueberries taste like, but maybe we will. I don't know. Um, today, uh, I am very happy to have the host of the overlook hour podcast here to talk about some blueberry seltzer. Um, I was recently on their podcast and had a hell of a time. So, uh, now they are here to discuss uh blueberry seltzer with me how's everybody doing hi sean thanks for having us man this is uh looking forward to this i'm very partial to blueberries so i think i was very instrumental um with the theming of this episode uh so uh again i am more than happy to go into my love for blueberries so that's yeah i'm ready to roll i love it okay okay how are y'all doing Hello, Clark. Were you going to introduce yourself or what? <laughs> I'm waiting for you to talk. You haven't talked this whole All time. Right. I am a Lord Battle from the Golden Gate of the Bay Area, and I'm here to, <laughs> to defend Blueberry and its uh, virginal honor. It also, gross. Sean Patrick O'Brien, the, the trifecta of Irish names. I meant to give you crap for that when you came on our show. <laughs> I'm making up for it now. <laughs> Yeah, you you had to bring it over to my show, of course. Yeah. <laughs> also, I don't think I've ever heard Clark say blueberry before. Well, I always say blueberry. Yeah, blueberry. I was kind of shocked. Purposes. I don't like it. I don't like Arizona Clark. Also, our <laughs> hey, hey, for the weird. record, for the record, I don't like Arizona Clark either. <laughs> yeah. No, normally, we're in the same room. Uh, we don't have Oksana's mic on, but but we need our space today. I'm here today on mic. Good, um, good. Okay. But, Who are? Yeah, no, I, I think the issue um, was that I was having I was having major problems trying to locate the original flavor uh, that we had, and I, I'm telling you, I scavenged everything I could through any sort of uh, delivery service uh, through online um, here in Phoenix, and uh, I just could not get it. So. Um, everywhere I did pop up, it was always the Waterloo blueberry was available. So mm-hmm. uh, that is why I threw that out. And then it looks like that the opposite problem happened over in the Bay Area. Yeah, I wish I had had the foresight to just order it on on Amazon because we found grape, peach, uh, lemon, lemon like lime or whatever, like everything but blueberry. <laughs> yeah, and we went to out here in um, the Bay Area. We've outlawed Walmart, so we have Target everywhere. We went to two of them, found nothing. We went to a Sprouts out here, found nothing. Safeway, um, a couple gas stations. Yeah, we we failed. Yeah, Yeah, I I mean, I appreciate the commitment, and I'll say, yeah, for our listeners, uh, Waterloo has a summer berry flavor right now. Maybe maybe I'll cover that on the pod, because I was able to find it. It. I think it's on its way out as we reach the end of summer because at Target, like my local Target, I was like, oh, that sounds good. I saw it a bunch of times, saw a ton of aisles with it. I was like, that sounds delicious, a summer berry. I didn't buy it for whatever reason. Uh, <laughs> I have a rule now. If I see seltzer that I want, just get it because it doesn't mean that it's going to be there next time you're there. Uh, I was talking to... This is just something that happens when when you have a seltzer podcast. You talk to the beverage guys. So you talk to the guys that are restocking the beverages at Target. Sometimes it just has that like happy accident of like, uh, you know, you're walking past and you can't find what you want and you specifically see the beverage guy. The beverage guy's like, oh, shit, not this guy again. But <laughs> essentially, I went into Target looking for a few of them and uh, – uh, he was like, oh, it, it should be on the back the back shelf. It should be on the back shelf. I was like, no, it's not there. Like, I, It says on the app you guys have it in stock. No, no, it's not there. It's not there. I was like, it says it's in this section. He's like, oh, we dismantled that section. We must not have it. Then he finally was like, all right, I'll go in the back and check. He couldn't find the Waterloo Summerberry, 
but he did find I was looking for recently on the pod. I had uh, Perrier pineapple. I really liked that. I thought it was a really good like summer drink. So I got a few more of those. But uh, I ended up finding the Waterloo Summer Berry uh, on a summer display at the front of the store. Um, so they did have it in stock, and the beverage guy just didn't know or didn't care. I don't blame him for did. not caring, but you know. Uh, but anyways, uh, I will say. Uh, as, as I just ranted about Summerberry, which I'll try eventually on the pod, uh, Blueberry, uh, I've pitched to many guests, um, wanting to try it and nobody's been brave enough for whatever reason to try it. Uh, I'm somebody who likes blueberry flavor. What about you guys? I love it. And here is how I will show that. So, um, I had to work in Phoenix, uh, for about 30% of my year, at least, well, right now it's Phoenix. And he's and- gone. So I spend, wait, did you lose me? No, I'm back. Okay. I, it turned out to be us because you turned into the flash for a moment. I'm very quick. Yeah. Um, so as a part of that, uh, when, when I get here in Phoenix, I sort of will get groceries for the week, um, things to snack on. That way I'm not constantly ordering through DoorDash because I refuse to eat at that restaurant downstairs for reasons I will not get into right now. But uh, to show my love for blueberry, I've got the Pepperidge Farm Verona blueberry cookies. Those are good. Those are Those really are good. Wonderful. And uh... okay, that's it. I thought I had something else. Really <laughs> flavor, but I did not. Clark's <laughs> actually wearing like you guys can't see this uh, on I Love Blueberries T-shirt. So uh, that's, I, uh, that's I the not, commitment. <laughs> I have not tried this water yet, but I will tell you that uh, in an effort to try to bring this water into my hotel room, I dropped it and a can exploded uh, on me. Uh, so I have smelled the the blueberry water. <laughs> can you uh, describe the, the scent, but particularly on your clothes? I Yes, it does smell like blueberry, a, a chemically blueberry smell, <laughs> which uh, I am not adverse to, and nor does it turn me off. I'm, I'm okay with that. I do... I love blueberries and I love blueberry artificial flavors. Um, I think, so I grew up um, with my grandparents' house. They, I mean, this does sound like, you know, something out of a uh, Dickens novel, but uh, they did have blueberry bushes. So I grew up going to pick blueberries with my grandparents. (laughs) So I I do, I do, I know. I, I generally do love blueberries and wild blueberries, obviously. You know, the little small ones, those are the best. Um, those Does are the it ever see you get blueberry stuff when you're not in Arizona? Is this a new Arizona? Well, place? I don't. So I typically, well, blueberries are not typically cheap, and I'm pretty specific on that. I'm pretty picky with blueberries, but I, I, I do love them. Uh, I do love blueberries. So I was, I have not had a blueberry flavored beverage. Um, I've had blueberry beer, not a huge fan of that. Uh, but I do think it's an interesting talking point to like, Again, trying to find this right sparkling water. Um, you know, this is the first time I've ever had Waterloo. And in looking into all these different sparkling beverages, uh, we are just inundated with seltzer, man. There's there's too much out there. And I feel like what what we're doing is, is kind of what happened in the beer industry, uh, you know, several years ago uh, with IPAs. It's just, in, it, we're just <laughs> oversaturated. And, you know, I think that, you know, we're going to hit a, when are we going to hit that ceiling show? When are we going to hit the cap? Well, uh, you know, I hope I make it easier for some people by having a podcast and telling people, you know, what to steer clear of. But I love that, you know, like today I'll give for an example. Um, I, I did go out to get the Waterloo blueberry and, uh, I went to a new market. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I think they could be like a North Carolina chain, but strangely, we had a supermarket near us that I always thought was like, you ever you ever see like a supermarket and you're like, I don't know what that is, so I'm not going to go in. Like, it's not like a name that like... Every day of my life. Sure. Uh, we There was one called Fresh Market. Do you guys have Fresh Market near you by any chance? No. no. Yeah, exactly. So I, I was like, I don't know what Fresh Market is. I'm not going there. Um, and so I thought it was just an off-brand thing the font kind of looks like a whole foods for whatever reason. I was like, that is a little bit strange. Like it's like uh, a tan building with green font. And I was like, that's not a whole foods. I don't understand what's going on there. 
but uh, for an upcoming episode, I'm not going to say specifically what it is, but there was a uh, soda. It is not not a seltzer, but a soda that is a um, uh, supposedly uh, a Florida-based drink, something like that, that people really like down there. And so uh, I, I personally have had it before, but have only been able to find it at places like Crack a Barrel or places like that where I would talk. Yeah, I, I, but we don't have any of those on Long Island. Like, I love Cracker Barrel so much, but it's a very much so like an out-of-state thing. So I went on the website for this said soda, and I said, like, it, they had, like, a store locator. And this place, uh, Fresh Market, came up. And uh, Fresh Market was kind of like a, a, a seltzer heaven, in a way. Um, I, I was surprised to find out when I walked in that it was definitely a, a bougier supermarket. Uh, loved it. It was not a Whole Foods ripoff. It was, uh, you know, had every seltzer that I could imagine and every seltzer that I've gone through lengths in terms of buying it online and ordering it from Amazon or going to different supermarkets that are hard to find to find everything all in one place. And I went kind of crazy and I, uh, I, I did, I did buy a lot of seltzer. So yeah. Yeah. Why is bubbly water like a bougie thing? I don't know because most of the time it's not that expensive. No. Yeah, it's really cheap, actually. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I feel like uh, the reason I started drinking it was just trying to get away from soda and all mm. the sugar in it. Same. So I almost feel like when Clark's complaining about the wide variety, it's kind of like the way we keep faking ourselves into buying more. Okay. Like we, we again, rotate again, the qual out. It's how you process things. I'm not complaining. What I'm simply doing <laughs> is observing the environment in which I am currently occupying. And by looking at all the different sparkling, like it's a lot. It yeah. is. Yeah. yeah. But that, it's good to have a lot of variety because I feel like, like my whole life we've had so much variety in terms of like sodas and stuff. And like, I love that there could be like, you know, in terms of like when we were talking about like the summer berry, that's a limited edition flavor. There's been limited edition sodas, but seltzers, that's a very untouched thing. So it's something where it is exciting, uh, you know, because I personally am also trying to, like, steer away from soda and to have that excitement of, like, finding new flavors and finding new things that I wouldn't necessarily drink. Like, I've never had blueberry seltzer either. I've had blueberry soda, which I would like to mention as well. Um, blueberry soda specifically uh one place in new york city called cream line um it's almost like a uh i don't know a farm to table fast food place that's what i'll that i guess that's what i'll call it um it's very good and uh yeah they have blueberry soda love that but it's the most sugary thing in the world um waterloo blueberry uh zero sugar zero calories zero everything Okay, no. hold on. Yeah. Now you said you said farm to fast food. <laughs> so are, do they like grab a chicken and throw it in a weed whacker and get a nugget? So so, it, so it's what like... I can yeah they they sort of are elevating the fast food job. Right? It's like I mean I, I would like it's farm sourced like burgers and like chicken sandwiches and French fries instead. It tastes more real, even though it is like quick service, if that makes sense. Okay, so it's like that Portlandia bit where they want to know where like their fish came from, and they can like give you like a whole birth record and a name. Well, Pretty well, honestly, yes, because okay. if you go on their website, which I am on their website right now, you can see all the local farms that they get their things from. So you can get to know Fred before you put cheese on him <laughs> and eat him in a burger. See, I like that though. I do like that. Yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> a, a patty from mcdonald's could come from a thousand different cows okay wikipedia mm -hmm. <laughs> dude you were talking about this before you left yeah and what did oxon was like so does that mean if one mind. cow has mad cow a thousand <laughs> different people Specify can get it. what no i said that means it it uh thins it out so that you don't get it whatever the cow uh, it dilutes the mad cow <laughs> also all this like talking about blueberries i remember um 7-eleven for whatever reason had a blueberry coffee that i tried one time mm. years ago it was foul it was gross <laughs> flavored coffee is the worst yeah 
I don't I don't need that anywhere near me. Do do not give me any sort of hazelnut mocha frappo. Hazelnut, I think that at least makes sense, but like a a berry in a coffee. I, I'm over hazelnut. Can we stop that? I, 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 <laughs> I love hazelnut. I you know what though? Is there a hazelnut seltzer? Because I've never had that, and I would try it. You know what? I, I, let me tell you something. It would sell. Yeah. Yeah, it would. Chocolate flavored seltzer. Um, in looking for the blueberry uh seltzer water, I did find beach plum, which is a laquois, mm-hmm. and um. A raspberry blueberry something, laquois. Okay, you're going. You're going laquois. No, no. I did <laughs> buy Lacroix. I don't even. I don't know what the actual. Okay. Can can we talk about Lacroix for a second? Let's I think, talk. I think I'm over Lacroix. Why? All right. Let. All right. So uh, first of all, first of all, I did want to say. The wrong one. Um, now, Sean, we had spent a, a good portion of our episode when we had you on talking about seltzer right and we spent, um a, a fair amount of time talking about the limoncello lacroix now right 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 at that time i had not had it i had <laughs> had the limoncello lacroix it is wonderful i am a huge fan good um, like you said you get the notes of vanilla mm-hmm. you know it, like it tastes like moraine it, it doesn't taste like seltzer no it's great. at all it's, it's strange very refreshing it's wonderful i love it okay you say refreshing I think it's alarming. When wow, water and I don't know when the flavor is strong, I start to wonder. I'm like, how are they doing that? It's not strong. It's it's just defined. Like you're getting the notes of lemon, you're getting the notes of vanilla, and but no guilt. It's not it's not syrupy. It's It's too sweet to be like sugar free. I think it's not. I wouldn't even say it's sweet. Again, it's just the the flavor of that is defined. So. Um, I, I, I just, I, how they pull it off, I have no idea, but you know, to get those distinct notes of vanilla paired with that lemon flavor, it's great home run. Now, outside of that, LaCroix can suck it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't, I disagree. (laughs) I don't know why they have become sort of the flagship for sparkling water. Um, First, it's sort of, I don't know, because here's the thing. We, you, you look back, I've been trying to quit soda for most of my life. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I ever will. I did kick it for about <laughs> two years. Um, and I, I'm doing a thing now to where I don't have soda at the house, but I'll have a soda if I'm out. Um, except now that I'm in Phoenix, I do have a soda because they did have a soda that I haven't been able to find at home. It is the uh, Diet Dr. Pepper uh, uh, cream soda, which is wonderful. He Sounds only good. drinks diet. It's awful. Again, I've got it's my foul. own list of problems. I've got my own <laughs> list of problems. We can address that much down the road. Um, but so LaCroix, I don't understand like why LaCroix is sort of like everyone thinks that it is the, the creme de la creme and it's, you know, fancy water. And that is like, oh, you got LaCroix. Everybody's like, it's LaCroix. Well, I think it, it's the French pronunciation. Well, also, also their, their branding is trash okay now branding mm, with bubbly i disagree water, branding with bubbly water i think is all pretty like abysmal but i think Lacroix is the first one i ever had that was like you know like you get soda water which i used to almost like want to vomit whenever i had that and you know i waited forever and people would just order it and i'm like what's wrong with you and then i had Lacroix, and i'm like wait there's flavor in here mm-hmm. and i'm telling that's where i started getting the uh, I didn't know what they were doing. They're monkeying around in there with all those chemicals. That's that's my other thing. I, I, I'm also, again, I'm a big soda guy, but I'm also a big water guy. I love water. I drink water all the time, and it has to be, I prefer, like, mountain spring water. Mm-hmm. So I've got my Arrowhead now. People are, you know, some people don't like Arrowhead. It has a very distinct flavor. I like natural spring water, and I try to do that with my, uh, you know, sparkling water as well. Um, and so LaCroix, yeah, LaCroix does, for the most part, I've had a lot of LaCroix. For the <laughs> most part, it does come across as like clearly, you know, a, a little more chemically than I would like. Um, but again, how they pulled off that limoncello hats off. That's I, I think that is the question that comes up is that all every single seltzer company says that they have natural flavors in it. And it really makes you question like, you know, if it is delicious. <laughs> what where's this natural flavor like i'm 
you know, and uh, honestly, like, I, I choose to be like, yeah, okay, I believe them, maybe it's natural flavors, but like, okay, uh, I, I tried a butterscotch seltzer on the podcast. It oh, was, was incredible. What's that? Was that ugly water? Yes. How how is that? I've been wanting to try that. It's great, and uh, listeners uh, look forward to more ugly episodes coming up because there there absolutely will be soon. But I uh, uh, the the butterscotch flavor specifically was so complex in a way that like it tasted like you ground up like uh, uh, Werther's originals and like uh, somehow made them into a seltzer. And I don't understand how someone is to do that. Like I understand if it's like a soda and you have like caramel syrup and everything like that. I'm not really sure how the hell that happened. Yeah. But the, the question of natural flavors gets a little bit like, wh- what is it? You know, I, I don't know. Now I, I know I'm, I'm a little off the rails with this question, but does anybody homebrew their own like bubbly water? I have a soda stream. I've tried to, uh, you know, I, I guess that's as, as close as you can get in terms of like, um, you know, uh, I mean, that's just me trying it at home. Like, I've gotten, like, certain, like, syrups and tried to make, like, soda and stuff like that. But I don't think anybody's, yeah. like, you know, going as far as, like, selling it or anything, you know? Like, it's like the soda thing I get because it's almost like a, I don't know, like a Slurpee machine. Like, you know, there's a liquid concoction there. Sure, sure. I'm like, what would you put in, like, bubbly water to make, like, a fake La Croix? You could, like, soak some lemons in the water. And yeah, like lemon rind. And then do the aerosol or whatever. Yeah, yeah d- dude. Sean, do you ever garnish your bubble water? <laughs> not necess- not as much as I should. You know, I, I mean, I think that, like, plain seltzer, I love. Uh, and I think this is something that, like, because I hadn't dined out during, like, COVID for, like, so long, I miss the feeling of, like, you know, getting a lemon and, like, a drink oh, at, yeah. like, a restaurant or something like that. I don't do that enough. I feel like I don't have, like, lemons in my house enough, you know, yep. but, like. Do a martini glass, drop, yeah. put like a little onion in there, a little, an, <laughs> onion. An, an orange rind. Just really go for it. Muddle a uh, mint, you know, like really elevate that. Yeah. Drink. Yeah. Put some spare change in there. <laughs> you drink Arrowhead and that tastes like pennies. So you can't I talk. I love Arrowhead, baby. Is that the one plus, like plus I support, yeah. I support Native Americans. No, you so don't. That is... You support Santa Cruz in that sellout water liquid death, which I think we talked about. Also, uh, Santa Cruz. Yeah, they, that art looks like it came out of Santa Cruz. That all right? That is a reference for zero people <laughs> who are listening to this podcast. <laughs> like deep Bay Area, outside of the Bay Area. Nah, right? it's where they film the Lost Boys. Everybody knows about that. Yeah, Lost Boys can suck it too. All right, what about Get Out? You hate that too? No, I like Get Out. Okay. Not the other one. <laughs> I like the first two acts of uh, Us. But, uh, anyway. Sean, have you been to Santa Cruz? Um, no, I have not, actually. Right. I, I know I know they're about the boardwalk. I'm I'm aware of what that is, but I've been, no, I've never been there. All right. When you come out, we'll we'll take you down there. Sounds well, we good. We can tour all the locations where Clark did stand up. God, I, that's why I hate Santa Cruz. <laughs> I, I always bombed in Santa Cruz. It was terrible. You did like a bocce ball place, right? Oh, I got I got kicked out of a family restaurant um, <laughs> because of a bit I did. I don't even remember the bit, but I I did it, and then the one uh, the the manager was very upset with me. Um, and then the, as she was as she was explaining to me about um, and again. My act was clean. I, I don't even remember what the problem was. I may have said the word "but" or something, but my act was clean. Uh, I was. I. I didn't, they didn't even tell me that it was like a. I, it was a restaurant on a Sunday night, so I just assumed to not say. And most of my act is is pretty clean. At that time, I had only had I had one bit that was about prison rape, so I didn't do the prison oh, okay. rape bit. So I was fine. So uh, as this terrible woman was explaining to me about the values that she has instilled in her restaurant uh from generations in her family the guy on the stage was talking about eating his girlfriend out oh no and then she was laughing and i said are we done they were in a committed relationship because he was a regular he was from santa cruz i was not i was a city comic wow 
and the yeah. conspiracy start. <laughs> oh man. They All right. Heels. <laughs> <laughs> With that in mind, shall we uh, crack open our uh, blueberry drinks? So uh, Clark and I have blueberry Waterloo, and then you guys have uh, polar blueberry lemonade. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay. All right. Polar is great. I love polar. I've never had in like this. Is also my first bottle. water. What's that? It's also in like a plastic bottle, which I'm not used to. It looked like it was about to explode for yeah, a second. There. Clearly, she's not used <laughs> to it. I mean, I'm, used to, I'm so used to drinking Lacroix, La Lacroix, whatever you call it. The um, I I agree with Clark. I'll say first off on the smell, it straight up smells like a blueberry muffin. It is very strong blueberry. <laughs> I'm gonna take my first sip. Yeah, this one wow. smells really strong too. I I haven't opened mine, but you guys were so well. I thought it was coming through the microphone. <laughs> wow, there's mm. got to be chem. Let me. What's in this? <laughs> well, I kind of want to get this in a glass here. Flavors. That's it's so it's really strong. strong. Right, let's get this on mic. <laughs> now it's like our show. <laughs> but now it's appropriate. Sean, mm. he's constantly like burbling in his throat into the microphone on our show. It's That's why I was like, <laughs> no, when, when I knew he had a podcast that was like even like food adjacent, uh huh. I was like, you know, you got to have Clark on there. I think this is what he really wanted to do with our show. <laughs> and I will eventually. I, yeah. <laughs> you guys can just change uh, the podcast that you guys do into like a, a rival seltzer pod. I won't be mad about it. Just do it. All right, you y'all didn't see that happen, right? What just happened? My, my polar just like exploded Split. all over. I opened mine cautiously and carefully, and he was just spraying. Oh, and all and, over and I talk shit, and it went everywhere. <laughs> now let me ask you this: I'm asking this because I know you two. Are you drinking room temperature right now? Are you? It's it's not room temperature, <laughs> but okay, it's not refrigerated okay. either. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Oksana, that's what we call room temperature. <laughs> but it's not warm. I wouldn't call this warm. Russell might. Again, room temperature. <laughs> yeah, we bought these like 10 minutes before getting home. So. <laughs> All right. Sean, what do you think of, what do you think of this? It's really good, I would say. I think Waterloo's carbonation I'm always really impressed by. I think that like um it is pretty strong. Uh, yeah, they call it a sparkling water. If you call it a sparkling water, there is an indication, as opposed to like a seltzer, that the bubbles are going to be like a little bit less. But I'm not feeling that with Waterloo. I think that the carbonation is really good. Uh, in terms of blueberry, um, yeah, it tastes like blueberries, but I'm getting like a um, almost like a blueberry muffin type of flavor. There's like a sweet blueberryness to it that I like. But, um, yeah, I mean, similarly to, like, what you were saying with, like, the limoncello, like, I think that there is a full flavor, and it is leaning more towards, like, you know, it doesn't necessarily taste like a sparkling water. It kind of impresses me that it tastes like a soda. Like, it tastes more in line with the, the blueberry soda that I did have. So, you know, I, I like it. Yeah, it's good. It has a very... Um very present aftertaste to where it's I, like you don't get a whole lot you you really just get a lot of you know that sparkling up top and but it once it settles in like it's there's no there's no questioning that this is a blueberry flavored drink yeah you gotta like blueberry to have this if you and didn't like blueberry like a, then a, yeah, yeah a depth of blueberryness yeah. to it um like you said you know where you know that blueberry muffin right, right. um where it's it, but it's not overly sweet um, I think this is nice. I would I would get this again for sure. Yeah, me too. I like it. I feel like I feel like the blueberry lemon was very aroma heavy, and then once you open it and take a couple of sips, like I barely taste blueberry anymore. Is it like a blend? Would you say of like more so lemon, more so blueberry? Like what? What describe the it's taste? A, yeah, like a lighter blueberry. I'm. I don't know. Yeah, the aftertaste is very blueberry, and the smell is very blueberry initially. But yeah, I don't know. I think the lemon might be taking over more. So lemon. it's le it's blueberry lemonade. Does it taste like lemonade? 
It's lemon, not lemon. Oh, just lemon. Okay, there, there's okay. like a hint of lemon in there, but like the blueberries all aromatic. And I'm looking at it, and again, th- it says it's made with only three ingredients: water, bubbles, and great taste. <laughs> what the hell does that mean? Also that what did they put uh, in there? That means they're hiding secrets, brother. We no. have we have two uh, ingredients, which is purified carbonated water and natural flavors. I, I, I say that I believe, I really do believe the natural flavors here because this does taste like actual blueberries. Now, I don't know if you natural flavor mean anything but natural? Like, isn't it all chemical, like test tube? <laughs> I don't know. I really, you think you think I would be like an investigative reporter to try to figure that out on Seltzer Cast? I'm just like, man, isn't this crazy? And that's as far as I go with it. Well, you do have a Dick Tracy poster behind you. I have to, I have to, um... Use my uh, uh, fandom of Dick Tracy to be a real sleuth <laughs> and find out uh, uh, where where these natural flavors are come from. But yeah, I, I like it. Um, I, I think that uh, blueberry is a flavor that you know. I I don't know. I mean, I think you know in regards to like what we were saying earlier about like the seltzer options and stuff. It it's not the flavor that you would expect out of a drink. So it definitely is like after a while. With a bunch of different flavors, having like lemon and lime and stuff, like I can imagine, then it would be time for like a company to be like, "Hey, we're gonna put out the blueberry flavors now." But I, I'm, I'm, I like blueberries. So I like, I can't complain about it. I think it's good. Well, I, I think we, we may be in sort of a blueberry renaissance uh, to a certain extent. You know, we, we look at the, the, the acai bowls. You know, those have become very popular. Um, and you know, uh, blueberries are very rich in antioxidants. Um, so, you know, with, for your cleansing and whatnot. So, um, I, we, we, we may be, we may be on a bit of a blueberry renaissance, which I, again, I am for. Frozen um, is the way to go with those though. Yeah. For sure. Oh, a blueberry. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what the hell is a frozen ren? A frozen renaissance? Yeah. The Disney movie. <laughs> oh you know, God. Now, you know, I realized after Clark pointed out that we are drinking room temperature drink. I, again, you know, I, I only drink this stuff because I'm pretending it's soda. Mm-hmm. And I love, like, cold soda. But I also, you know, I, I like Coke a lot. And I think because it's hard. I remember somebody describing it as, like, if you, if you were to drink Pepsi and Coke, the main difference is, like, Coke almost has, like, a alcohol um, effect where it's kind of it like burns when you drink it. Is there anything along those lines that you've come across with like seltzer? Yes. Um, this is difficult because I feel like this is everywhere in New York, and then I recommend it to people, and I don't think that they have it near them. Uh, I'm assuming that you guys would maybe be able to order it online, but Hal's New York Seltzer uh, literally has the word New York in the name. Uh, is quite possibly i would say the most carbonation i've ever had um similarly to polar that that looked like it was going to explode or it did explode i think you said yeah um it's like a valve essentially it's not actually like i would just like any bottle of house that i have has so much carbonation that you have to be like careful with it it's at like every deli every bagel store like it's a definitely like a new york staple and it is maybe the most carbonation that any of these have had. And so to your point of it being like a kick, I would say that is probably the one. And that is even like pl- their plain seltzers like that intense as well. Do they come in a can or a bottle? It's a bottle, a plastic bottle. Yeah. But it's it's like personal bottles. It's not like like how Polar is like sharing like. Yeah, it's like a personal, like a a, a bottle that you get at like a deli. This yeah. is the first polar I've had in a. I usually get them in cans, and I think the the flavor is like more intense in a can for some reason. Maybe I don't mm-hmm. know if it has anything to do with like the combination. I don't of know. Flavors. I like a can over every other form of bottling something. Yeah, I I like the Topo Chico in the glass bottle. Me too. I think that that is uh, that's one of my favorites because it's just. I feel like a lot of seltzer doesn't come in glass bottles, and I think it, it it tastes better that way. I don't know why. Yeah, 
we we had a barbecue and uh people brought a bunch of stuff over and i had assumed that the topo chico was the thing that somebody had brought over and clark got very angry at me when i discovered that i loved that drink <laughs> and he was the one who bought it <laughs> but what is what is that what is that considered is that like a seltzer or like that's mineral water okay mineral water but I, I mean, I consider like sparkling water, mineral water, seltzer, they're all kind of the same thing. Um, sparkling water is supposed to be not like a natural re- or no, 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 sorry. Mineral water is supposed to be like a natural, like occurring fizz. And then yeah. seltzer is like, we cranked it up and now you guys are going to have like the, <laughs> the ton of carbonation. Uh, so when somebody claims they're a seltzer, that's when I would say carbonation is more. And then you have like your Perrier's who are like sparkling water or mineral water where it's just like kind of like a, a dash of like carbonation. And those are good too. But, you know, uh, I, I'm ready for the big bubbles no matter what. I, I am a big fan of the of mineral water and sparkling mineral water. Um, I, I'm never going to be able to pronounce it correctly, but uh, there is a brand uh, that's available at, at Trader Joe's, and it start, it's German, and it starts with a G. John, mm. do you know what I'm talking about? No, I'm not sure. It's very, very fizzy, uh, very carbonated, but it is natural uh, mineral water. Um, highly recommend that. Um, Interesting. I like that. Okay. I also like Mountain Valley um, a lot. I, I get them um, as well. I, 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 I prefer the mineral waters. It, it makes me feel a little bit better about everything. Yeah. Um, let me ask, uh, I like to ask every guest this, um, there's no right or wrong answer. Um, but there is an answer that people I would say lean towards more on this podcast. So, uh, let me, uh, give a situation to you all. Uh, if you were in a restaurant and you, uh, order seltzer or sparkling water, whatever, and it is on tap. So it either comes from the little button that says soda or it's at the bar. They have like the soda gun. Should you expect to pay for that uh, or not? No. If it's if it's coming from the soda gun, I would say no. Okay. Because water also comes from the soda gun. Right. Uh, so that that is that is how I, I process that. But so does soda from the soda gun. So maybe ignore everything I just said. Well, are we are we looking at this as like a legal thing? Like if a customer is like, I'm not paying you. No, like, no. Because look, I've I've gotten to places where I, of course, I've been charged for seltzer if it's just come from the tap. And that's fine. Um, but I, I would like to see what everybody says before. Uh, okay. Before I, yeah. You know, I, I worked in the restaurant industry for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I would have never even attempted to charge anybody for it. I would have just poured it. No, I would have felt weird. A bad businessman. That is true. <laughs> I'm <laughs> terrible. And uh, but I don't. If I ordered it, I would. I don't know. I probably would expect to pay for it. No, I mean if it's coming out of the gun, you're not. There's no syrup. I feel like that's where they're charging you for sodas and stuff. So if it's just like carbonated water. Oh, I'm, I I get it. I understand. I mean, I've been to a restaurant where they charged for water, God. which is, I think, <laughs> like literally illegal in California. So yeah, I've I've seen it all. Weird. Yeah. yeah so I'm gonna go ahead and say yeah. I would expect to pay. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think personally, seltzer should be free because it's just water and air. That's just my little uh, motto. But, um, you know, if it comes from a bottle that's different, willing to pay for the bottle, willing to pay for Topo Chico, whatever. But, yeah, seltzer should be free if it comes from the bar. So good good to hear y'all's opinion on that. Yeah. You know, Uh, if I was at a bar, though, now I would be tempted to ask for a garnish. Be like, hey, (laughs) throw a little sword with a couple cherries in there. Then then I'd probably expect to pay, though. Or at least tip. You got a tip. Cherries? I would say expect a tip, but... uh... It's just water, like most places give you water. All right, my, my palate is not as refined as yours, Clark. I am just a child. <laughs> Believe me, I am fully aware. Um, but um, again, no, for his birthday one year, I got him four cases of Diet Mountain Dew with a balloon tied to it. <laughs> and it's the best thing that ever he ever got. 
And I think he killed <laughs> I it, loved it three days, right? It was something like that. Okay, it wasn't three days. It was probably, <laughs> probably two weeks. Um, but no, that, that was a very uh, sweet gift. It wasn't the- <laughs> Actually, it wasn't because it was diet and it was foul. No, not, dude, Mountain Dew Zero is A plus, man. <laughs> All right, so um, we didn't really talk about it a, a lot, but uh, can can one of you just describe what the Overlook Hour podcast is for our listeners? Um, sure. So uh, the Overlook Hour podcast is a bi-weekly show, uh, just recently rebranded as bi-weekly. And I do understand that bi-weekly is an ambiguous term, but in this context, it is twice a week on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Tuesday, The Tuesday episode is uh, generally centered around um, the three talking heads of the show, which is Russell, myself, um, and then our engineer, Randy, and then Oksana's peppered in there as well uh, as a uh, we need to have a woman on as a legal standpoint. You know, we're trying, you know, certain tax brackets and, and things like that sort of help us out. So, um, you know, uh, but Tuesday is, is centered around, um, you know, it, the show started from from uh, Russell's website, The Overlook Theater, uh, where there was a focus on horror and independent horror. And so the podcast was just, just sort of spawned from that. Um, so we we do have focus on horror and independent films. So uh, we talk to independent filmmakers, much like yourself, um, on Thursdays. And then Tuesdays are really centered around uh, what we had seen in the past week. And uh, we have a couple segments on the show um, and just sort of loose conversation on Tuesdays. And then Thursdays are, are interviews with um, filmmakers and, um, you know, any basically anyone that we find interesting as well. We've talked to ghost hunters um you know programmers <laughs> at the library um you know uh, 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 a, a bigfoot hunter um we we've talked to you know people all over the place so um yeah that that's pretty much it excellent uh yeah i think the one thing that i think we we need to mention more when we talk about it it's just we tr- we try to be different from other shows like we have a little blend of like radio in there and we we are lowbrow, me and Clark. Yet we like to pretend to be like highbrow critics in a way. So we'll talk about like Truffaut and Fellini while discussing like, you know, the latest like Shyamalan debacle. Or, you know, celebrating one of your films like doesn't hold up as, is, is not as fun on the second viewing. <laughs> o- old is not as fun the second time i liked it i liked it oh I, no believe me i loved it but when <laughs> i went the first time was a little high and uh you know i had fun with it but the second time once you know the beats of everything where we're going then you really have time to diagnose how much of a mess it is but um <laughs> man is it, it was it was a fun ride that first time yeah and i absolutely. still stand by it well, and you saw it with us. Like, you went alone in Arizona in a dead mall. I mean, you're yeah. probably worried you're going to get robbed. Dude, dude, we have to talk about that theater uh, next episode. Cause <laughs> I had to go to a movie theater in a dead mall. Oh, and no. the, the AC was not really working. It's 100 degrees in Phoenix, which is pretty low for Phoenix. I don't yeah, understand why people live here. When you say dead mall, is it just like all the stores are closed or just there's no people there? The mall is shut down except for the movie theater. They Apparently, the mall didn't give notice to the movie theater and they're still showing up for work, even though <laughs> wow. everything around them is, is falling to pieces. It is Maybe a paying rent. terrible <laughs> movie theater. Oh, man. Now, while you were talking, I've been pounding this polar because I don't know why you guys like – turn to like your bubbly water but i actually like when i'm thirsty i like to drink it too and i've been killing this like what is that one liter it's like a liter Mm -hmm. um the blueberry is it's purely a scent Mm -hmm. and but there's a lot of lemon aftertaste Hmm. like i only taste that now it's weird i don't feel like it's what y'all said at the beginning i know but i've been i've been chugging this damn thing and i'm wearing it too it's the first the initial when you open it, it's just like blueberries everywhere, and then uh, yeah, the lemon aftertaste takes over. Blueberries very distinct too. I think I'm gonna opt in for getting blueberry bubbly water now. I'm I'm digging it. 
I would if I could find it anywhere. Even though it's just an aroma. <laughs> I'm like enjoying it. But I, I feel like I don't feel like I'm drinking regular water when I'm drinking seltzer. I don't know why. Like I you know how you're supposed to drink a certain amount of water a day? Like I don't count seltzer as part of that. I don't know why. It's the Seltzer Cast with your host Sean Patrick O'Brien. Folks, let me ask you. Do you love movies? Do you spend your days thinking about how much you love them? The good ones? Even the bad ones everyone told you not to like? Well, it sounds like Super is the place for you. The team at Super Yaki loves movies. They love movies so much that they've dedicated every waking moment of their lives to bring you top quality merchandise to showcase your love for cinema. From super soft t-shirts celebrating the cinematic achievement that is the 2001 classic, Josie and the Pussycats, to comfy sweatshirts that show your support for making Judy Greer America's lead. They even have pins of some of your favorite directors like Sofia Coppola and Jordan Peele. Superyaki brings you tangible love letters to movies and filmmakers that you can wear with pride. Plus, the team at Superyaki screen prints all their apparel using eco-friendly, 100% water-based inks and ships with compostable poly mailers for an environmentally friendly alternative to online shopping. If the spirit moves you, find them at superyaki.com. Let's watch more movies. And listeners, I have a treat for you. Anybody who listens to this podcast can take 10% off their next order with code SUPERSELTZER at checkout. That's the code SUPERSELTZER at superyaki.com. That's S-U-P-E-R-Y-A-K-I.com. Superyaki.com. Um, so let me ask, uh, we did talk about the Overlook Hour podcast a little bit. Um, so I like to ask people that do have fellow, like fellow podcasters this as well. Um, if you guys had to brand a seltzer flavor after the Overlook Hour podcast, what flavors are we having? Oh, I like that. That Clark, I can see the gears turning. <laughs> Now, I know Clark has a lot of candles whenever he lights them whenever we're doing the podcast. I'm I'm guessing you're going to defer to one of those like what musky wood? What what is like musky wood? What's the one that's in here right? You now? have like cigar butts as a candle you like to burn. Oh with? yeah, like tobacco and whiskey was one of them or something. Yeah. Okay. I believe the one that currently is there is uh absinthe and uh what was it? Fig or something? I think it's downstairs. So what's the flavor? Probably threw it out. That's a twenty dollar candle, you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> what's the flavor? Uh I don't know. What's the hackiest flavor we You're got? taking it way too serious. <laughs> I think if, if it was a Clark drink, I think it would be like the first cookie flavored seltzer. Oh, whoa, that was a shot. I don't know. Like that. That's that's pretty accurate. Um, it would have went with anything diet. It would have been it's the first ever diet seltzer. Well, on top of that, uh, koozies are a thing that uh, Clark <laughs> loves. I don't <laughs> collects. Have a collection of koozies. Love koozies. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. We introduced koozies to the uh, <laughs> to the UK Liverpool <laughs> Horror Club. They're like, "What is a koozie?" Oh my god. <laughs> we shipped them some. <laughs> Man, I really can't think of a good answer for that. I guess diet cookies. That's gonna be <laughs> diet diet cookies. cookies. Well, wait. What do you mean by cookies? Like, what? What are we talking about? Like chips ahoy or like Oreos? Like what cookie flavor? Sean, like, you're what? gonna regret asking that. <laughs> or like a <laughs> he, he birthday wa- cake flavor. God, Clark, you could do a you could do an Oreo podcast the way that you like to buy and dissect all those <laughs> Oreos. So many. Okay. So okay. Many okay. Different. Here's what we're gonna go with. This is a stretch, but, um, you know, I, I think that the focus of the show is to put a, a spotlight on things that, you know, are, forgive me for this very heavy handed comment, which I'm about to make films that are overlooked. So, um, you know, <laughs> do that with oh, our cringe. festival, uh, the unnamed footage festival where it's, it's all found footage. It's all in world camera. So we're dealing with, you know, very um, narrow genres and subgenres uh, a lot. 
and and you know we give a lot of focus and energy to these things because we we enjoy them and uh, we we want mm-hmm. to you know express these things so you know it's it, you know things that are a hard sell that's really where we thrive and you know we we really have excitement for these things so sometimes we have to give the hard sell so giving that and oh, using that as a background i'm following you but where the hell are we going <laughs> peanut flavored water whoa <laughs> here's why i'd be in if it was peanut butter okay. so i do, i have learned that this is not a thing you know when you grow up it's you know i grew up in in mississippi so i grew up in the south and you know we, we do things differently uh which i now learned at being not in mississippi now and living in other places and then people look at me very strange it's like i don't understand what you were talking about like we put peanuts in coca-cola mm, that this is not the first time this has been discussed on the podcast really we have a uh um uh a fellow uh mississippi mississippian i don't know what you guys call uh folks from mississippi you know but um uh who hosts a uh, uh a podcast about beck called beck to beck a uh, great friend of mine um and uh i look forward to the episode i'll reveal it i wasn't going to talk about it before but uh the soda that i went to great lengths to find uh earlier today is cheer wine apparently mm. cheer wine is like everywhere down there nowhere in new york um and uh uh listeners look forward to our episode where we make cheer wine boiled peanuts which i have uh never had boiled peanuts or frankly, heard of boiled peanuts in my life until uh, the the folks from the south came on. So uh, that is an episode that will probably be released uh, within the next couple of weeks. So it's interesting that you bring that up. So in my explaining this whole thing, I was going to bring up boiled peanuts as an example uh, because that I mean that's something that you know you can get in gas stations. Um, you know, in the south is you know you can get some. Boiled. Mm-hmm. I grew up eating boiled peanuts, and it's one of my favorite ways to take in the peanut. I think. I think that you're getting the most out of the peanut when you are boiling peanuts. Mm-hmm. Uh, but peanuts in Coke, it's try it. Just try it. The saltiness of the peanut really sort of interacts with the, you know, the 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 sweetness and the sharpness of the um, – it sort of mellows out that carbonation, but not really in a bad way. And uh, plus then you've got peanuts to eat, and who doesn't like peanuts? So – I don't know. I would be interested to try a peanut flavored uh, sparkling water. Excellent. And on that note, I'll say as well, um, if all of you had to put peanut sparkling water within a movie as product placement, where would you place it? In, In an existing movie or... Um, it doesn't necessarily have to be. It could just be like a certain genre or certain type of movie. Well, I mean, uh, Russell. I mean, we would. It would have to be found footage, right? Um, no. I was thinking more like a, a sex comedy where our goofy character was driving up to high school, and he like rides up on the lawn, and a sprinkler starts going off, and the door opens up, and he rolls out, and like a bunch of uh, peanut sparkling water bottles fall out. So ski school too? <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I set off on that. You know, who doesn't like American Pie Forty Seven? <laughs> Y'all don't have nothing. Come on. I'm blanking. No, that's good. I think um, I don't know peanut flavored water. I you know, I, I immediately want, want to go to Hacktown and say you know some sort of science fiction uh, situation. I um, immediately thought of like street trash, but. Why would it have to be peanut? Street trash is good. They find a crate of it under some stairs. Now, when you called it peanut flavored water, you instantly reminded me of that god awful album, the hot dog flavored water, the Limp Biscuit one. Oh, oh, let hey, hey, let's take it easy, okay? You did it. It's your fault. Terrible, terrible album. That's a seminal. Oh, album. I thought you were offended that I was bringing down your drink, not that I was insulting your favorite album. As a reminder, Fred Durst and I share a birthday. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> okay. So, you know, 
I did it all for the cookie-flavored water. <laughs> I know. I'm not sure how we went from cookie to to peanut, but I'm glad that we did. Peanut's much better. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, maybe... You know what? Here's a challenge. All those seltzer companies out there coming up with interesting seltzers. Maybe we should get, like, a peanut butter jelly-flavored seltzer. I'd like to see how they blend those oh. together. That could, oh, by the way... I've got goober grape here. <laughs> I'm a defender of. I'm I'm indifferent to it. I feel like I haven't had it since I was like five years old. I don't think they should be in the same damn bottle. No, it's not. Hey man, no. I'm all inclusive, baby. You know, <laughs> it's one love. weird. No, it's weird. You don't mix them that way. You, you don't put ketchup and mustard in a bottle together. Are you eating that straight yeah, out it... of the jar? Or... <laughs> Who's putting? No, it's. It's completely different. You, yeah, but you don't have a ketchup mustard sandwich, you weird little asshole. Like a peanut butter jelly sandwich. Have you ever had peanut butter and mallow? Uh, is that Fluffernutter? Or that's what that is. That, is that, what's Fluffernutter? That's peanut know. butter and marshmallow, right? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Fluffernutter is in your search history. <laughs> Fluffernutter is in my bloodstream. That's my blood type. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm over the hazelnut, though. But, yeah, Fluffernutter is good. Um, okay, so final ratings on our seltzers. What would we say? It's 1 out of 10. 10 being this is the best seltzer you've ever had. 1 being I would never have it ever again. My expectations were pretty low. I had never had any Waterloo. Mm -hmm. um, I am interested to try Waterloo based off the blueberry. Now, I just finished the whole can. It is fairly strong. Mm -hmm. um, you know, strong, I, strong in terms of what? Flavor or carbonation? The flavor, like, okay. you know, it, it, you never, like, it's just constantly there. It's very blueberry forward, but... Um, I don't know. I couldn't. I couldn't knock out a couple of these. Like, you know, it, this. It's just more of a sipping seltzer. This is not a a crush it. You know, thing. Like, you know, I can just crush those liquid depths. I love the sparkling liquid depths. Those goes down easy. Um, but this one, you know, it. This is a nice summer outside sipping a, a sparkling water. I I try not to do it on ice. I would drink this on ice. Actually, I think that would maybe help. I think this would be very nice on ice. So I would give this, I want to give it a little bit room to grow. So I'll give it a seven and a half. Okay. Yeah, I would, I would say I'll give it like a, I'll say an eight. I liked it. I, I just like blueberry flavor overall. Uh, I've been wanting to try this. So I think maybe the anticipation was like driving it up that i knew i was gonna like it but you know i i liked that it didn't taste necessarily like an artificial blueberry flavor like you're actually getting like oh and i i'm i'm cool with like a, a a you know a sugary just like blue like what is the flavor of blue not blueberry like i love all that shit don't get me wrong but this personally like it really stuck with blueberry and it really just tastes like it does taste natural i'll say that waterloo i would say out of you know, a lot of the seltzer companies who say they have natural flavors. I almost, I, I drink the Waterloo and I kind of believe it. Like it really does taste like real blueberry, like fruit. So I like it. I think it's good. I think it's, uh, the carbonation is really great and stronger than I remember. Um, and it, it tastes really good, like frosty. Like I had it like cold. So yeah. And I agree. Uh, perfect summer drink. Yeah. So yeah, like an eight. Had right, what, about, what about whatever y'all's thing y'all had over there? I pounded mine. Honestly, I could drink it in, um, like, you know, if I was at work and I just needed to, like, quench my thirst. It actually, it kind of feels like a Sprite going down, too. It's got, like, a really, like, muted flavor. Hmm. But, like, it's got an aftertaste. I don't know. It's lingering. Yeah. But I, I drank that liter. I Honestly, I, I kind of liked it. An aftertaste of what? Like, is it like a bad that aftertaste lemon. or? Yeah, oh, I, got it's like, okay. I got a, you know, the clearly not natural lemon aftertaste. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, I don't know. And also, like with Waterloo, if if you if it really feels like it's natural, wouldn't you want to lead with that? Or do you think that would be like a faux pas for like fizzy water? 
like if you're like, hey, we it made with real lemons, do you think that would be a turnoff for people? Like that's not what I came here for. Well, I have a hard time with artificial lemon flavor. As you can hear, 14 fire trucks in the background. Apparently, Phoenix is on fire. <laughs> Maybe I'll burn with it, hopefully. But I have a hard time with, with artificial lemon flavor because it, sometimes it can be far too forward, and it comes across as really chemically, and it, I immediately think of, like, cleaning products when I, when I taste that lemon. So I, I honestly stay away from any sort of natural lemon flavor stuff. Like, I, I, it, it typically does not work out well for me. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I don't know. I'm. I liked it. I like this. I wish. Um. Even though I don't feel like my body can handle carbonation, I wish it had stuck around more. In what? This. Like. I don't know. I wish there was more carbonation. <laughs> Are you gonna shit what? about it? What's why that? don't you tell Sean how you normally like why you buy Lacroix? <laughs> like what you do with it? I love the lemon Lacroix because I cut. I used to cut my wine with it, and it was. Mm. Perfect. Used to as in like yesterday? I didn't yesterday. No, I was in five minutes ago. I know. <laughs> no, because there's too much sugar in wine, so I switched to vodka. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, which I had none of today. But um, I used to use squirt, squirt and red wine. Sounds gross, but they're perfect together. Um, but now, yeah, I use the lemon, <laughs> lemon liquor. Squine is legit. It's oh, good. It's really it's good. So sugary. So how many yeah. stars? How many stars on this bad boy? What are you gonna give it? I think I'd go like six and a half. Okay. That seems mean though. Maybe seven. Mean. <laughs> if you didn't like it or you were indifferent about it, six is good. Sixty five. That's better than my collegiate GPA. <laughs> that's fine. I'll go seven. I. I mean, I didn't dislike it. It's just kind of like. You're going to feel bad. I'm going to give it a five because Ooh. five, I feel, is unremarkable. Kind of mm -hmm. like, like I, what like if somebody brought over this over, I'd, <laughs> I would be like, okay, yeah, I'll drink it. But if I saw it on a shelf, I might not remember I ever tried it. <laughs> That's uh, fair. Like okay. it's like right in the middle. Yeah. Also, I don't like the branding. Um, The cap, it's got a let, little let polar bear the on there, which I feel like. Yeah. They're, they're, look at that. Their bears look like little. Uh, I it looks like I want to like them. I they like look them. like seals. It's Adpole. <laughs> yeah, I don't like do. that branding. I do. I like the 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 cap like branding yeah, though. The cap That's about cool. it. I don't like the bottom. Do you I like the? the um, do you like the design of Waterloo, Clark? I do. I that was the first thing. I I'm okay with this can. I like I like the font. Uh, the font sort of reminds me of like a, <laughs> a, a sarsaparilla or something. It's a little, it's a little Western. Um, so I, I, I do like that. Um, yeah, as far, yeah, the two tone, I'm okay with the two tone can. Um, overall, I'm, I'm okay with this branding. But back to Lacroix, their branding can suck it. I don't understand. It's this very like '90s aesthetic where like we should have our fanny packs and our Walkmans. I don't understand what we're doing. <laughs> I don't. Waterloo get... looks old timey as hell. I don't know why you're picking on Lacroix. No, Waterloo yeah, but cool old timey. Like not, like not a bad, bad Deadwood old timey. Yeah, Waterloo looks like water. Waterloo has the same aesthetics, I would say, as like Knott's Berry Farm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Which that's fair. Wonderful. Is the family-owned business? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry that I support the little guy. Okay, <laughs> no, okay, Miss Bezos. Family made. <laughs> you know what? We probably can you get Waterloo on Amazon? We probably should have done that. Yeah, it just wasn't going to show up in time. Okay. I will for sure try the blueberry um, Waterloo. Yeah, yeah we'll follow so, back it's up. Delicious, with very delicious. Yeah, you guys can s submit like a rebuttal, <laughs> whatever works. <laughs> All right, so uh, where can listeners find uh, your podcast? I I guess everywhere, right? Is that yeah? yeah. Like Any, cool. Anywhere where you uh, can download all your favorite pods, uh, you can find your new least favorite pod in the Overlook Hour. Uh, we're all right. There. <laughs> yeah, and if you got a little bit of the the touch of the ADD like we do, and you need a visual, we have a we're, we're inching into YouTube, and you won't have to look at us. Yeah. <laughs> It's a screen capture thing. I think it's more interesting. 
Very cool. Yeah, we're too handsome for you to, to look at us. <laughs> you know, we don't want you popping a boner the whole time you listen to the show. <laughs> and I'll I will be uh I, I I'm I'm kind of uh I, I can't believe you guys talk to like ghost hunters and Bigfoot hunters and stuff. So I'll, I'll be tuning into those episodes. And yeah, I mean, I always say when I have fellow pods on, like maybe it makes me sound conceited, but I'll say it anyway. Like the good gateway episode, listen to me on overlook hour. Like, uh, you know, uh, that might be the good place to start. And, uh, yeah, listen to them on anywhere you can get your podcasts. And, uh, thanks for coming on. It was really fun. This is a blast, Sean. Thanks so much, man. Yeah, of course. Sean, love you, man. And I can't wait for That's Not Shrek. (laughs) That's Not Shrek coming (laughs) in 2020, question mark. So, all right. (laughs) All right. Goodbye, everybody. This has been the SeltzerCast, hosted and produced by Sean Patrick O'Brien. Be sure to join us next week, my bubbly friends. Farewell for now. Thanks to Kevin McLeod for the music, Tim Wells for the voiceover, and Kira Koffer for the art. Thank you to Superyaki for sponsoring the SeltzerCast. Be sure to follow our Twitter, at SeltzerCast, and our Instagram, which is seltzer.cast. See you next week.